Cottony Construction Law is dedicated to helping the construction industry in legal, risk, and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's Law & Mortar with John Kenny and Trent Cottony. Hello, welcome to another episode of Law & Mortar. I'm Trent Cottony, CEO of Cottony Construction Law. We've got John Kenny, CEO of Cottony Consulting Group. John, how are things going? Ah, doing good. Uh, it's been a great week and I've talked to a lot of people around the country and they're actually, everybody's pretty upbeat this week. It's good to hear. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, optimism is still out there. I think construction is still strong. So that's always good to hear. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh, it remains resilient throughout the rest of the year. Um, one of the things I want to kind of talk to you about is uh, the vaccine. And it, it's been interesting because Obviously, we've both been tracking the information that's on it. You know, from a business perspective, there's a lot of different issues there, uh, dealing with your customers, dealing with your employees. But one of the things that um, we kind of heard about maybe three or four weeks ago in talking to our um, lawyer in South Africa was the strain that was down there. And I remember you and I having a conversation after lunch one day about how odd it was that the press wasn't really covering it. Um, and we were concerned that uh, it may not, that the current vaccine may not have the same kind of efficacy. And uh, I think something came out today, I think it was in uh, some news source that said that they're, they're concerned as well. So that's kind of interesting. How do you think that's going to play out? Yeah, I actually saw, and you're correct, we kind of had a heads up on this by, by able to deal over there with our, our connection, you know, where work we're doing. But yeah, I mean, I saw a story as early as this morning where they actually were in the uh, one of the uh, medical labs over there where they're working hard on this uh, new strain of virus. And, and they've actually made the decision not to use the current vaccine right now. They, they were talking about it. They figured they're going to hold it up. They're working on like they do with the flu, having a variant A, a variant B, and, and they're actually thinking they might need a variant C. So I don't know. It, they definitely said it's more. From what I heard, it's not more deadly but it's more infectious and it's resistant. They haven't said exactly how much resistant, but they said it's definitely resistant to the vaccine. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be very, it's going to be, I, I only think I can say my personal opinion and from a business working with people in business, don't plan on this being over anytime soon. This is going to be with us throughout this year. I agree. You know, they've already said that they've had, you know, uh, positive cases of this <clears throat> In Canada, and it's it's a certainty that's spread to the U.S. already, so it's only a matter of time before it becomes a, a dominant strain. And um, you know that's that's good advice, John, because I think contractors out there need to understand that you know things aren't going to miraculously turn better in a few months. I, I wouldn't anticipate that. I'd love to see it. You know, I'd yeah. love to be surprised, but um, everything I'm seeing suggests that we're in this for quite a while. So. I would make sure that you plan your business around that, you embrace technology, you think about um, how to continue to function in the manner that we've been functioning in over the last year. Uh, John, turning now to our training center, it's something that, that uh, I'm pretty proud of. Our, you know, we've, we've got a, a pretty good training center with mock-ups and a lot of other things. I've been able to put up a lot of roofing signs and other memorabilia up there. Um, what are you excited about when it comes to training and what do you guys have going on in consulting as it relates to that? Yeah, there's a lot of great things coming. Matter of fact, I'm going to do a, a video from there probably on Monday just so everybody can kind of get a peek at it. And, uh, we are, you're right, very proud of it. Um, we have, so 
So kind of touching on it, when you see, when we see there, we have the whole background of roofing history and the signs all through roofing, which in itself blows your mind when you see it, right? It kind of covers from 1800s all the way up and it's really full of all kinds of history and, and, and fun things. Then we have, uh, you know, we have our mock-ups. We have everything from built up, TPO, tile, shingles, anything you possibly learn, which we're ready to go on. So we're gonna start taping uh, online videos through consulting. We have built out over, you know, through the last couple months, uh, built out a website to have all this available online for all the trainings that can possibly be done. So we're ready to go, we're ready to launch. We figure there's not gonna be a whole lot of online, you know, in-person training at this point, the way things look, but we're ready to go virtually. So we're very excited about that. We have everything from beginning training all the way up to top end, uh, you know, estimating and superintendent in, you know, understanding the business. It's all about that. So all this is coming and it's all tied into our training efforts. Yeah. And it's, it's been, been a process, but uh, it's good to see the final results coming out here. I'm very excited about that. You know, um, one other topic that I think is, is kind of grabbing some headlines now is the Biden administration has signaled a lot of changes to uh, immigration policy. Um, reversal of a lot of the executive orders that the Trump administration have put forward, obviously the DACA and DREAMers and, you know, expanding uh, the ability to travel for, um, you know, predominantly Muslim countries that were banned previously. Um, one of the things that, that I read here recently, though, was um, a, a path to citizenship and the possibility of moving undocumented workers into that path. And, you know, one of the things that I was kind of wondering what would happen with the Biden administration is sort of the balance between the union labor versus the idea of being able to get in, you know, an immigrant workforce. Um, construction obviously depends on uh, skilled immigrant labor to be able to do a lot of the stuff that it does. And I think being able to address that in a way that creates a legal path to citizenship is something that we as an industry need to kind of figure out and talk about. Um, but I would expect within the next, you know, this probably not this quarter, maybe my next quarter, we're going to start really seeing some legislation kind of go all the way through the process. I've seen some preliminary stuff. Um, there will be some pushback. There's a lot of different interests there, but at the end of the day, I'm optimistic that we're going to start being able to get in a legal workforce outside of the U.S. to the extent that we need to, to help supplement our existing skilled labor. So, John, what do you think about that? And, and you know, do you think that we're going to get some, some positive change from the Biden administration on it? What I see so far, it looks like it's going to be positive change. Um, you know, immigration's always recently been a super hot topic in our country. But, you know, let's look at it from the workforce and construction. Uh, my family immigrated over from Ireland and we went into roofing, right? So, and it, there, like you said, throughout construction and roofing in part of construction has always been whatever the times you can go back through history, it's always the immigrants that are coming in from regardless what country it is. It just doesn't matter. That's the way it's been. And that is a workforce that comes in. It's an easy way. It's hard work. It's honest work. And you can make a good living and support your family. I think that's what's been missing. Um, there's no way other than a path to citizenship to build up a workforce that we are even going to come close to meet the demands that are out there in the industry. We're already probably eight years behind in demand right now. We've been behind the eight ball for at least eight to 10 years, at least. So 
I'm optimistic on this one that they can all get together, whether you're on this side of the aisle or that side of the aisle, this is really good for the country to do it in a legal and sensible manner. Yeah, well said. And, uh, you know, I, I do think, um, you know, again, it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, there's always opportunity. And that's how I look at it, is it, it really doesn't matter. What you have to do is try to find the good and work with it. This is, is one example where I think we're going to have some positivity for purposes of construction. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens at roofing day when we start advocating for these types of things. So looking forward to that in late March. Uh, I think that'll be a, a good sort of um, test as to where we can expect uh, the Congress to go and, and hopefully this administration. Um, as always, we like to end with a question. And this viewer question, John, I think is more directed towards you. Uh, obviously, I've got some input from a collection uh, standpoint, but this question is from Philip. And Philip's question is, uh, one of the big issues that they're facing now is increased AR, and they're wanting to know how can they better account for issues in their work in progress, their WIP? What are some, some self-help tips that will help them better understand what their WIP looks like, and in turn, hopefully allow them to create a better collections process? Okay, well, that's good. Um, a lot of people don't make the connection between your monthly work in progress, uh, reconciliation and collections, but they do go hand in hand. So to kind of put this in a very short term, and Philip, please feel free to reach out because this is a little more of a complicated subject than I can completely answer. But to put it in a nutshell, what your WIP does, it reconciles the difference between your overbuild and your underbuild, okay? And that's how you get your revenue. So what happens is there's only two reasons Overbuild is a great thing for cash flow. So if you are overbuilt on a monthly basis, you may accept less revenue on your financials, but it puts you in a better cash position. If you are underbuilt, there's two things you have to look for. You are either just didn't get your bill out, which you should have, you got to get your processes so that doesn't happen, or your job is going what I just like to simply say south. That means that you've got costs that are accumulating on a job that's already been billed out and you're starting to get into a negative cash flow position. So those are the two main items to look for that tie into receivables. So again, in a nutshell, overbilling is usually good for positive cash flow. Underbilling puts you in a negative position and will usually catch you within 30 to 60 days. Yeah, and, and Philip, to kind of supplement that on my end from a legal standpoint, Accurate billing, making sure that you're measuring everything, getting stuff out the door, the sooner the better. Processes and procedures help make our lives easier, meaning that you don't uh, have collection problems if you stay on top of your whip and you stay on top of what's built out and you understand exactly what needs to be where. So uh, tighten all that up, you know, definitely recommend that uh, you, you take a look at that and please reach out to either one of us if you have additional questions. Um, John, as, as always, this has been a, a great uh, time with you. You know, I, I know we always have more to discuss. Yeah. So I will save the rest of it for next <laughs> week. But uh, to the listeners out there, please keep sending us questions. You know, we've got a few that we haven't answered yet. So we'll try to answer at least one uh, every, every podcast. Uh, and as, as always, we appreciate you guys. Stay tuned next week for more Law and Mortar. See you next week.